0: Welcome to Witch Game First, where we explore the hilariously huge world of board games. Did we find any hidden treasures you've been missing out on? Let's find out. First up this week, it's a paleo draft-off, as we go for the best dinos in Cubasaurus. Next up, we tinker with people's slumber one robot shift at a time in Mecha Dream. And lastly, we race, place, roll, and write in specs. I'm your host, Celeste DeAngelis, here with my decades-long gaming buddies, Evan Bernstein. Hello everyone. Ed Povolitis. Hi, guys. Click game. And Mike Grenier. Roar, mighty. <laughs> yeah. Our first game up this week is Cubosaurs, designed by Fabian Tanguy, published by Catch-Up Games in 2022. Number of players, 2 to 5, ages 8 and up. Playtime, 20 minutes. Mikey, tell us, what's in the box? <coughs>
1: The cover of the box features a cute, sassy, colorful, and cubish Stegosaurus sticking its cuby little tongue out at us. Inside we discover 55 cards, 10 DNA evolution tiles, and 40 DNA tokens. And that's what's in the box.
0: Well, before we tell you if this game soared as a oh, dinosaur) God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evan, enlighten us with the rules.
2: Cube Saurus. It's a card game in which you attempt to fill your park with various combinations of different types of dinosaurs. Each type of dinosaur you draft has its own scoring rules, earning or costing points depending on the number of this of the specific cards you gathered at the end of the round. For example, a T-Rex is worth 4 only if you have one of them. But it's worth one if you have two of them. It's worth negative two if you have three of them. <laughs> yeah. And so on. So try to wind up with only one T-Rex in your park for maximum scorage. And each of the dinosaurs have their own rules pertaining to scoring. There's a community hand of cards which you, much, which you must decide, decide on your turn to take the hand or pass the hand. If you pass the hand, you have to place one of your qualifying cards from your park into the hand. Play until the deck runs out, add up your points, and the player with the highest total wins and becomes the ultimate big game master. Big uh, game master because it's game uh, like dinosaurs like and stuff. Th- okay.
0: okay. Very game. Hugest of the game.
2: Huge.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. It's huge.
0: <laughs> Except this game was really small. It was a set of cards, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And yep. we played it on Board Game Arena.
1: Yeah, we did.
0: And a, long, a while ago, it's been a while since we played this game. Yeah. Um, it definitely matched on Board Game oh. Arena, the original game in, the, mm. in its... Uh, Images and its layout and everything. How did you guys like the way Board Game Arena handled the game?
3: Uh, Board Game Arena, I think, handled the the card part of it very nicely. And of course, the feature of Board Game Arena handled the rules. So you immediately know if that T Rex is giving you negative points or not. Oh, no. Right, no. the scoring. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very
0: handy in this one because it is all about plus minus plus minus plus minus. Mm-hmm. So that was very nice to have done. So, uh what did you guys think of the look?
1: Uh, uh do, you, do you remember that origami game we played with the like sea life and stuff? Oh yes. Yeah, c- paper. salt and s- c- salt and sea. C- yes. Yeah, oh, right. sea salt <laughs> and paper. Sea salt and paper, thank you. Yep, yep. Yeah, it reminded me kind of like that where everything was like squared off and kind of like really cute still but like uh you know obviously this wasn't the same it wasn't actual like pictures of origami but it definitely had that kind of feel to it
3: mm-hmm. i call it the low poly art which is yeah. kind of, it's kind of a neat look i enjoy the art it's basically like a 3d figure like you see in the game but instead of being a very high polygon count in order to make it look realistic it just scaled down it only has A Mm -hmm. few polygons representing the figure. Very classy. Did
2: you guys notice that on each of the set of cards, like, for example, all the Stegosaurus cards, Mm -hmm. they each had a little bit of a different pose. Like, one's head is tilted a little, one has its mouth open, one has its mouth closed. So they took a little extra time and detail Mm -hmm. in making sure that no two cards repeat. You just have the exact same image of the same thing over and over again. I
3: like that. Yeah, it's no, yes. really, yeah. really clever use of the uh, the technology, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and almost like if you stacked all the T Rexes together, or or the um, Brontosauruses together, and did them like a flip book, they would look like you know yeah. they were
1: moving yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like an like animation. Motion. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, they did it with the computer, right? They must have been. I uh, thought, what
3: I think they did. I think they're computer generated art. And uh-huh. the, um, what I also like is how the background is a little different. So I almost wonder if you can. Like make a landscape by putting the card together in a certain way. String them together and it looks like a group moving along in like Uh a herd or
1: something. Oh man, that's one of the advantages that we would have if we played it uh, in person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, playing it online, you can't really uh, manipulate the cards that
3: way to look at it. Right, right.
0: All right, so Ed, about the drafting in this game,
3: uh, what did you think? How did it work? Well, I think it kinda of, kind of interesting. You get a hand of cards and you can choose to take one of these and add it to your hand and if now if none of those are good you can just choose to pass it on to the, to your neighbor, but you have to give up something that you already have in, in, in your tableau to mm-hmm. do that. So kind of an interesting thing. Like, do I wanna take one of these or do I give up something and hand it pile of you know, junk to Mikey? Mm-hmm. Hey Mikey, here right. you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you right. know, some, Sometimes that, it's good to get cool. rid
1: of something though, you know, like sometimes they actually want to get rid of something in your tableau because mm-hmm. the scoring for all of them are so different. You know, you have some that want to have less or more and some of them want right in the middle. If you have too few right. or too many, you get negative points for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could, I mean, it's very nice to be able to manipulate your, um, your tableau like that. But it is really cool that you have to pay to do it. Mm-hmm, you don't mm-hmm. just draft like a lot of games you just like, oh that's junk, toss it. There's a consequence to getting rid of junk. Mm-hmm, it's like a little it's like a it's like yeah. a cost of going to the dump, you know, you gotta drop the stuff off, you mm-hmm. gotta pay with a ticket. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> Which definitely might make it um you know, enticing to take something that's not great for you with the idea of it you know, having an option now of something that's not too bad to get rid of later. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. basically so, give it to your neighbor
0: Ed what is this DNA and evolution tiles tell, tell us about that
3: well you, we played on the, the basic mode but there are optional rules which is, um, that you can you know notice how some of the cards have like a little DNA symbol on them mm-hmm. and if you play them you get those DNA symbols and then if you can cash in those DNA to activate little powers
1: Hmm, that's cool. <laughs> so they basically evolve if they get the right DNA. Right. I think they're
3: called evolution tiles. Oh yeah. Makes sense.
1: We kind of did. We kind of have something like that going for a game me and Ed were designing. Mm-hmm. So where you where you flip over a tile, and if it has DNA on it, you can like save up your DNA to buy like special powers for your little uh for your little critters. Mm. So that's pretty cool.
0: And Ed, eggs are a good way to get bonus points.
3: Uh well yeah there's these little eggs you can get which is kind of almost like um a bet that you're gonna have the most of that type of dinosaur. Uh
0: huh. What mm. happens
3: if you lose the bet?
0: Negative points. Negative oh, points. Pain.
3: <laughs> yeah, this game is is littered with
1: negative oh, points. Oh yeah. they're all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yep, your favorite, and uh-huh. it, you you do sweat it a bit when you're when because you're. You know, you just don't know if your card is ultimately going to give you points or not. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some of it is luck of the draw, certainly mm-hmm. luck of the draft.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: <it's, laughs> but Mike, you think hate drafting is important?
1: It's very important. Sometimes you just want to like take something away from somebody before they get massive points for it. You know, some of these things need a lot of cards to actually get the points. So if you see it, you know, Ed's just been stocking up on this, this Stegosaurus or whatever. You're like... If you if you deny him the four stegosauruses that you need, I think it is, mm-hmm. instead of him getting eight points, he'll get negative two points. So that's a huge swing in points if you take one.
3: So you might choke down a uh, negative point just to not pass it.
1: Right. Choke uh, down a yep. negative point not to give somebody else positive eight. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a math-heavy game. Yeah. Not
0: that bad, though. I no. mean, here's the thing I liked about it. I liked how simple the symbology was, and very cleverly designed. Because instead of giving you two numbers, one for the amount of cards you need, Mm -hmm. and one to you know one to be like minus five or plus five, they actually showed you a picture of the number of cards, Mm -hmm. and then put a negative five on top of it. So instead of saying four cards equals negative five, they just put it on a stack of four cards. Yeah, so that was really really helpful in keeping. Keeping things easier to read and easier Mm -hmm. to sort of visualize. So, I I didn't think the math was at all overwhelming. I'm not particularly into like, oh, plus this weight minus that. Mm -hmm. I'm not really into it, but this made it very simple to follow.
1: Yeah, I think you're paying more attention to other people's tableaus than you are the actual numbers on your cards because numbers on your cards are pretty easy to understand. Um, And the game's language independent, except for the DNA version of it. Like you can just look at these cards; it's just numbers and stacks of cards and pictures of dinosaurs. That's it. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, what I meant by math heavy certainly is that with each play, you know, there's there's addition and subtraction occurring all at the (laughs) same time.
1: Addition and subtraction (laughs) simultaneously, (laughs) and that you know
2: that that does take that does bring it to sort of another level. Yeah, it's true. true. And, and it could have
0: gotten it could've gotten nasty. It sure, could have. Sure. So so they did a good job of keeping it streamlined. And that's right. an
2: advantage of playing this game on board game arena. If you're gonna True. go play it there, it will mm-hmm. calculate all that math for you. You don't have to sit there and spend all your time, all right, wait, this is negative and that's positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm a plus here, but if I take this <laughs> it's gonna become a minus here. Yep. So that was a handy thing.
1: That yeah. that definitely a time saver.
0: Yep. Okay, Explorers, it's time to
3: dig up or bury Cubasaurs. What do you think, Ed? Uh, This is a very simple game, and it's maybe a tad on the simple side for my personal taste, but the take-it-all-or-add-to-that-pile drafting, I think it's an interesting dynamic. And I just Mm -hmm. love the look of the low-poly dino, so I'm Mm going to dig her up for another round and maybe throw in a little of that DNA to the mix. Evan? Cubosaurs,
2: it was easy to learn, easy to play. It doesn't take too long. And it's a nice
1: warm-up game on game night.
2: Good for all ages. And hey, who doesn't love dinosaurs? Dig it
1: up. (laughs) (laughs) Mike? I mean, it's a set collecting game at its core, which, you know, not necessarily the greatest of all themes, but, you know, (laughs) it had a couple decent twists on how you collected the points. Um, The art was really cute and the learning curve was pretty short. So for now, I think I'll dig it up
0: gonna say i i enjoyed the combo scoring you know the okay plus minus am i gonna make it am i gonna get this or is this gonna be a burden to me is this card good or bad i enjoyed that it gave me just enough to think about without stressing me out so it's dig up for me and what is your favorite dino listeners let Mm -hmm. us know we are at which game first on all social media Hey guys, what's going on with Which Game First? Monday night,
2: Which Game First, a board game podcast, is live on Twitch, on Facebook, on YouTube. We are playing board games, board games online, and we invite you to come along and watch us fumble and stumble our way through Mm -hmm. learning these new games. As you know, we are game explorers. Mm -hmm. We often do trivia with you we're very interactive with the audience we, t- we talk about the game we answer questions there's a whole lot going on and we really would love for you to be a part of it monday nights eight o'clock east coast united states time that is when we play live
1: oh yeah and um i'm looking for some opportunities after this month is over to get us onto some different shows so we can kind of have a little cross promotional thing maybe talking to some people that you guys aren't familiar with and you'll hear them through us or you know vice versa have them on our show and and let them pitch and talk about what they do in the gaming world uh Mm -hmm. so look look for some of that i was already on uh proto spiel online um and that was a lot of fun evan came on there with me it was great Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah, and uh, we're looking to see what's next on that front
0: And as always, we want to say thank you so much to our patrons. And if you want to become a patron of this show, you can just go to her website and click on Become a Patron Today. And for that, you will get access to our patron-only podcast called... You'll even get the opportunity to interact with us while we record it uh, in our Discord channel that is for patrons only. So that's at our website, whichgamefirst.com. Just go there and click on Become a Patron today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you all. Our next game up this week is Mecha Dream, designed by Thomas DuPont and Antoni What do you think, Mike? Or Guillen? Let me see.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Let me see. Let me look at it. Uh, Anthony Guillen.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Guillen. Published by Mm -hmm. Blue Orange Games 2023. Number of players 2 to 4. Ages 10 and up. Playtime 45 minutes. Okay, Mike. Tell us what's in the box.
1: The cover of the box gives me sort of a vibe of a commercial for a machine that can provide a better future. It's got ticker tape spewing out the side, and there's a cloche covering kind of a green hills and rainbows packaged into a neat, tidy, ready-to-sell packaging. Um, inside we find a double-sided factory board, a workshop board, three assistant meeples, two electric sheep meeples, electric sheep, 50 <laughs> machine tiles, 10 delivery cards, a phase pawn, a day marker, four cloud tokens, and 28 rainbow meeples. And that's what's in the box.
0: Well, before we tell you if this was a dream come true, Evan, rise and shine, give us some rules.
2: Good morning, everyone. Mecha Dream (laughs) is a worker placement game where you run a futuristic factory directing your robot assistants to produce electric sheep. (laughs) Each day is divided into three shifts. Day, afternoon, and evening. There are two areas of the shop where you assign your workers factory or workshop. In the factory, you have the stock room and the delivery dock, and depending on the time of day, it will direct to your correct factory area. Collect your resources in these areas by paying with electric flowers. Then you have your workshop. Choose one of the machine tiles available. The cost is magic ink or rainbows. Tiles are placed on a conveyor belt, which will eventually come off the belt and becomes constructed. Constructed tiles give you victory points and other benefits for the rest of the game. At nighttime, you can recycle your assistance and activate your robot's effects. You play until (laughs) seven days are completed or until a player builds their ninth machine, score your points, and declare victory, and dream the electric dream.
1: (laughs) Had to dream the electrical dream.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, okay, we played this game on Board Game Arena, it has a very interesting looking, kind of unique board. Somebody want to describe it? Oh boy. <laughs> well, the 3D nature of it. Anybody yeah. want to describe that? Alright. So it's, <laughs> a two, it's a 2 I'll do it. It's a two D board. <laughs> um shaped like a Pentagon. But it is drawn as a 3D structure. So mm-hmm. it's right. it's like um Uh, It's like uh, you're looking at a nice 3D CAD drawing almost of a a factory.
2: Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, The 3D cube image in your mind, but kind of removes one of the walls and you're seeing inside the the interior. And most
0: importantly, you have to make use of the 3D. So the 3D is part of the structure of the board. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a little trippy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It did. It's a little interesting
3: scene. It's, It's like an isometric view but it Mm -hmm. it actually does look like the way it's drawn. Oh, wow, that's like inside the board somehow. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little Escher feeling.
3: Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. kind of like the
1: overhead angle, right? So that the pieces that should be square, if you were looking straight down at it, are actually stretched into like a more of a diamond shape so that Mm -hmm. they kind of fit. Into the spaces the way they're drawn, right? So. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool.
0: yeah, just what this game needed beyond the rules complexity <laughs> was a little visual <laughs> <laughs> complexity. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's a lot going on in this game. Yeah, there's yeah, a perspective definitely. twist there kind of yeah. like a, oh.
0: Yeah, it's it's one more it's one more thing to it, it's a lot on the cognitive load. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot on cognitive load here. So okay. uh, let's start somewhere. Um, how about? um movement i mean there w- we were on the conveyor belt and also on this other board <laughs> which was a 3d board so there was a lot of different places we had to kind of look while we were mm-hmm. while we were uh manipulating our turn what do you guys think of that
3: well it, it is a worker placement game so you have workers and you have to decide where you want to put them and there's I thought an interesting twist to the game as well, beyond the, just the look of it, there's a time element to your turn as well. Cause, oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you can go to, you no, know, any of the places, you know, you got three phases, as it were, before it became nighttime. you got morning, you no, know, day, and evening, and then night. And it's like, well, I can go to the place <laughs> later, but if I go later, there's not going to be as much stuff there. Right.
1: Yeah, that was really interesting. That the day-night cycle, like, kind no, of no, really No, 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 Mike, Mike. Yeah, be, yeah.
0: Be be clear. It's not day and night. It is morning. Oh yeah. Sorry. Afternoon. <laughs> yes. yeah Evening and nighttime. Right. Yes.
1: And then <laughs> a whole nighttime scenario. Right. The nighttime is kind of like your cleanup, but uh, during the day, as the day trudges on you get less resources from the different places that you can put your workers Mm -hmm. Uh, you also need to use your workers to move the conveyor belt along and they can move it faster or slower depending on when you put them on and how many of them you put them on the work of doing the (laughs) conveyor belt but there's a lot to think about
2: yeah it's less than mike and ed it gets even more complex than that you need different types of resources Yeah, yeah such as electric flowers or magic ink or mm-hmm. rainbows, yep, yep, which yep. are the resources you're collecting. But you have to properly utilize those in order to eventually construct the tiles that you're going after. Mm-hmm. So not only do you have all these different areas and times of days to consider, you have to consider which type of re- of the three main resources you're going after as well. There's your extra yep. layer.
3: Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, well, I mean, there's on, there's and more. also the electric cheap, of course, are your victory. That's, well, that's you what you're producing, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the... the
1: yeah. But also <sighs> you got to remember, here's another part too. You've got to remember, you've got to consider for the future. If something is going off the conveyor belt and into your area, mm-hmm. you can utilize it that turn. So you have to know if it's going in there. So, you know, if you have enough. Power and resources to do the other things you want to do because that tile went into the.
2: And some conveyor. of these
3: constructions come off that conveyor belt quickly and others don't. Right. Right. There's another time element in the sense of how many <laughs> rounds it takes to get into your machine. I swear
0: to God, there's got to be 500 words on the back of this box. That's not a good sign.
3: Uh,
2: yeah, it's.
0: And that's it's, amidst a bunch of of uh, of symbols that they want you to kind of follow it's in dense. pictures. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I, it's
2: dense. It just I suppose.
0: Is. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's okay, right? Some people love mm-hmm. dense games. Dense games sure. are great, mm-hmm. but it's deceptive looking, right? Yeah. It looks like a light game. <laughs> The, the way it's drawn the bright the colors, colors. Yeah, yeah the bright yeah, colors, like the, colors. The, the cool you know the cool structure to the board and mm-hmm. the interesting twist on the board and it's small too it's kind of small in its size usually when you expect the game to be thick you expect you know a layout of like 55 different cube sets mm-hmm. and and it's not like that but somehow it's still quite complex and if we have any psych students out there uh, mm-hmm. and they would like to um, see a little study in Growing Frustration, you can go go to our YouTube channel and watch me play this game oh, with the yeah. rest of the WGF guys, because I was getting more and more upset as the game went on, where I felt as if things were somehow getting more confusing as we went along, not less confusing. I was so no. upset by the end of this game, I think it's the first and last time since, I have ever just hung hung up on the guys when we were done playing.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately. Click,
1: because you needed their brain to like, decompress yeah, you just from. you had to decompress. <laughs> I but was you're just n- like, okay. You're,
2: yeah, not, you're not wrong, Celeste. The game does kind of get more complex as you go, yeah, because oh, yeah. as those yeah. constructions come off your conveyor, yeah. it activates various powers and other <laughs> things that then you do have to take into consideration on your future turns.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's very rare that a game doesn't become become less shrouded in mystery as i go on right it's it, it well, especially became, worker
2: placement games yeah exactly
0: it, games. it somehow became more obscured and now that, that's unusual yeah, you know yeah. the veil usually lifts as you go on not um somehow comes <laughs> down darker
1: i i think like somebody should break <laughs> our video down into like Celeste's frustration levels one through five, like just put breaks in there say mm. level one and then level two.
3: Yeah. Chapter breaks. Yeah. A little chapter <laughs> based on uh, frustration, frustration level two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah I- I'll have to admit that even I, but well, I went the other direction in a way where like I started off playing this game where it's like, okay, what did this do? How did that work? <laughs> uh, Cause like it's the first time playing the game on that video. So we're like, um, I mean I thought I read the world. I thought I, uh, and then by the end of the game, I was like, Oh, that is how it worked. It yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> and I, had to I, I never
0: grasped the time piece. The 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 morning, afternoon, evening movement, nighttime thing just never clicked <laughs> for me
2: either. Oh, man. So there,
0: there were definitely portions of it that I just never got. Mm.
2: <clears throat> I can't remember. Were you running trivia at the same time, Celeste?
0: I don't know, Evan. I, I don't remember really because tough. probably uh, look, you and
2: I do that, and I can tell you, it most certainly takes an extra <laughs> yeah. weight yeah, on your sure. cognitive load <laughs> yes. to, to run that yeah. Yeah.
1: while you're trying to also yeah. win a game. You know, what every t- like now every time I look at it, and and while I was playing, I kept getting reminded of you know that like in Whoville when the Grinch was like, you know, shrink wrapping all the presents so people couldn't get to him or whatever, like. I, am I thinking? Am I conflating a couple of things? You know, there's that he had this factory where he's like shrink wrapping presents.
0: Mm-hmm, yes, like that's that's
1: yeah. uh, that's all I could think of when I'm watching this game, <laughs> this big conveyor belt, is that he's like, you know, everything's being like packaged up in plastic, all neatly and weirdly, yeah. like not. Oh for yeah,
2: my disagreement. Are you suggesting this game needs an app to come up with the audio components of the <laughs> oh machine as it's churning out this <laughs> yeah. stuff? Dude. It's just what
1: we need. Yeah, another Man. layer. This game needs <laughs> yeah. one more layer. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: it, it's it's very trippy to look at too. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes the board looks like it's concave, and then if you blink, mm-hmm. it looks convex. Yeah, so, like there
2: you go. three D trick. trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It,
0: it, yeah. Oh, it, it, that wasn't helpful. <laughs>
2: But I think that's a valid point, though, Celeste, in the the trippy description that you give it, because really the point here is, as Ed said, to create electric sheep, you know, which (laughs) is yeah, a
0: dreamland, right? Uh Which is
2: a dreamland thing. Which is also obviously this is a hat tip for those who don't know to Blade Runner, because Uh the movie Blade Runner, in a way, the movie Blade Runner is based on the book, "Do androids dream of electric sheep?" So that's Uh where that.
0: Uh, You know what? Uh, um, Something just occurred to me. This may be so heavily on theme Mm -hmm. that you can't understand it just like a dream. (laughs) It starts Ah. to make less and less sense as you go (laughs) (laughs) along. <laughs>
2: like some of those movies from the seventies, you know, the oh. art house movies were. Oh, like all this stuff is going on. Nothing makes
1: sense. <laughs> Zardoz has <laughs> <Yes>. spoken.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so in that way, I give it theme points for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely
3: yeah. Theme yeah. In a way, there's so many graphical elements going on in there. So in, yeah. And they are a little abstract, you know, yeah. kind of like a dream. A little. So, yeah. You know, I'm looking at somebody's tiles, and I'm trying to figure out if some of the stuff, you no, know, just Art, or it's actually game information, and because there's a lot Mm -hmm. of neat little details in each of these tiles, yep, yep, yeah, there is.
0: (laughs) Okay, explorers, it's time. (laughs) Is it time? (laughs) Wake up, (laughs) wake up, up, yep. Uh, it is time to dig up or bury Mecha Dream. Let's start with Ed.
3: Mecha Dream, I admit, wasn't quite as intuitive as I preferred when I first started playing (laughs) it. Wow, that's something there is. Oh, boy. I mean, it it was was something. But once I figured out where the elements go and how the game flow, it was a new and different worker placement puzzle for me. Hmm. And I'm actually interested in exploring this machine a little bit more. So I want to dig it up.
2: Evan? Mecha Dream, an homage to Blade Runner. Uh, I thought it was a nice theme, and it was packed into a mid-to-high-complex worker placement game. The flow of the game was uh, a little bit on the slow side, as you wait for the other players most of the Mm. time. But the mechanics, in the end, they did all work. It would not necessarily be the first worker placement game I would choose. However, I think there were enough interesting things here for me to want to try it again. I'm Mm. going to pick it up.
0: Mike?
1: This game was not only a head trip, but also a brain burner. Uh, It was uh, disturbing, but I thought disturbing in a good way. (laughs) 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 They almost sacrificed clarity for the theme with with the way the board was shaped and the way the symbols kind of flowed into the background. Mm. But honestly, I had a really fun ride through this crazy conveyor belt, so I'll dig it up.
2: All right. Well, Here we go. you guys, this is, this is what we have been waiting for the last 15 yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. up this moment. Go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, as you guys know, I did not get the hang of this game. There was way too much going on between the vaguely cued movement parameters, the strange use of time constraints, and the symbol-laden victory conditions. These dreams were quickly turned into nightmares for me. (laughs) It is a hard berry. Oh,
2: Oh, that's a shame. Well, I mean, hey, that last fifteen minutes was totally worth it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Celeste. I appreciate it.
0: Seriously, go watch our our (laughs) playthrough just to get a laugh at how upset I was. All right, guys. If we would love to know from you,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: would you help robots dream? Oh yeah the coming ai so make sure you answer politely because they're all listening (laughs) (laughs) we are on which game first on all social media our last game up this week is specs with three x's that's s-p-e-x-x-x designed by (laughs) designed by ruben dykstra and heard what nothing Bird and Lammers. <laughs> Published by Waterfall Games in 2013. Number of players, 2 to 4, ages 8 and up, playtime 30 to 60 minutes. Mike, tell us, what's in the little box?
1: The cover of the box is a depiction of the colorful, blocky game board, but made more exciting with dice tumbling through the air in anticipation <laughs> of an amazing roll, whatever that means in this game. Uh inside we reveal a game board, five six-sided dice and 25 cubes per player. I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what the maximum player count is, but you use 25 per player, I guess. And, you know, that's what's in the box.
0: <laughs> well, before we tell you if this game was up to specs, of course. <laughs> Evan, display a schematic of the rules.
2: Specs is a dice-rolling game with some of the features of Yahtzee, but with an added dimension of scoring on a collective grid. Mm -hmm. A player rolls the five dice, and then they can re-roll any of the dice they want up to three additional times. Place your cube on the board in the square that represents the rolled dice combination, x-axis and y-axis. When players place three or more of their own cubes in a row, they score points. They can take a risk by aiming for difficult combinations and scoring more points accordingly. By cleverly placing your blocks, you create more and more scoring options. Or play it safe for fewer points. Or go full Mikey and press your luck. (laughs) The game ends when all players' final cubes are placed on the board. Now we know the specs of the game. Let's review this thing
1: righty. let's do it yeah. <laughs> um, cool. I'm
0: sorry I was actually looking at the specs layout that we had on the side here for graphics mm-hmm. and I was trying to decide what I wanted to move next <laughs> 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 alright so we played this game on Yukata oh, we, oh, we, we need to play more games on Yukata guys Agreed. I miss yeah. Yukata, haven't played there in a while so it was uh how did it look and you got it? how did it look? How'd it play?
3: I mean it looked kinda like the box does. Mm-hmm. It's a whole bunch of cube bases in a grid. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much to go wrong
2: here. I mean, you know, if you if if you can't get this game to come out right on an online format, you
1: know, something yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought the colors were the ugliest version of each possible color they could choose, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: I wonder if it was Yukata, which is kind of famous for Ugo colors, yeah. especially it's especially its own background. Yeah. But I mean they seem to choose. Yukata always seems to choose the worst of the shades.
1: Yeah. It's really bad. But I mean looking at the packaging I think they were pretty spot on, though. Like, I don't think they were all very off yeah, on the Nikkata colors. It, no. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it is. And, and oddly, every single cube base is you know, it's bisected and had different shading within the cube as well. Yeah, that's to true. To make it like, yeah. a, like a 3D shape. I'll
1: give them credit for that, yeah.
3: Yeah, like looking down on a
2: bunch of little pyramids all next to each other. You yeah, know, but they you have it, come to a point in their center of each cube.
1: But it mm-hmm, may mm-hmm. be uneasy because you're putting a flat cube on I top know. of a pointy-looking <laughs> like, space. Why, why,
3: why am I putting a cube on top of a little pyramid? Yeah, okay. I hated I that. I hated that.
1: No, I,
0: I didn't hate that
1: at all.
0: It, it was I, silly, but, you know, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> I love
1: symmetry and balance, and this had none of those things. <laughs>
0: in the uh, look, Mike, or in the play?
1: Well... Well, both, kind of, but I was really more talking about the look right now. Like, mm-hmm. the different areas on the board, there's, like, different numbers of spaces on a few of the different areas of the board, plus the way the cubes look like balanced on a pyramid. Like, oh, <laughs> God, it's just it was very unsettling for me.
2: Wow. Surprising. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Why is this game called Specs? Anyone have an yeah. idea cuz i couldn't figure
1: it out it didn't look triple x to me i mean i, I saw
0: <laughs> or or like that old vin diesel movie it didn't have anything oh, yeah. to do with that either yeah, or, or one or of those or... barrels
1: of liquor from the 1920s <laughs> right. cartoons <Yes>. you know
0: <laughs> yeah none of those things yeah. uh, the just name maybe is a- google friendly name could maybe?
1: be maybe. I suppose
0: or, or maybe a google be. dangerous name actually. well you gotta be careful yeah. whenever
2: there's three x's i know, I know. <laughs> exactly
1: google that what are you gonna come up with exactly ages
2: eight and up on this game
1: folks okay <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it is kind of a strange choice.
1: All right.
2: Yeah. But the Two board X's. didn't bother me. Yeah. But the board didn't bother me. The game, the name bothered me more than the board did. I wish it was <laughs>
1: called Spexy because XY axis is very important in this. Oh game. there you go, Mike. You, you fixed know? it.
0: Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. You're right. XY is a big it, it's a big part of this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of which, mm-hmm. how did you like having to organize these cubes? Was it upsetting? Was it frustrating? <laughs> was it too difficult?
1: Oh, um,
0: was there enough scoring?
3: Oh, there are plenty of scoring. Yeah, plenty of scoring. I would say.
0: And there's a lot know, of felt- your
3: luck element to it as well. Yeah. Well, I felt funny.
0: like I couldn't accomplish enough scores, right. I'll be honest. To me, I, I felt like I wasn't scoring enough.
2: Even with three re-rolls? Yeah. Yes, I'm, because I'm you
0: really want very specific spots. And it's so hard to get to those very specific spots When mm-hmm. by the dice, you the opportunities you get with the dice. It's just not enough.
1: Yeah, I, I feel mm. like you got to kind of cluster your stuff together the best you can, and hope some other roles come into the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Because like I wanted <laughs> to a good go, idea. I wanted to go big. Ed, Ed did that. I mean, he did the smart strategy. I was trying <laughs> to go with for the biggest scores on the board, and I got pretty darn close. But you did. yeah, yeah, you know. he
3: got a lot of those high score areas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of in touch with that. I was just going like, okay, let me see if I can cluster as much as I can, and I started clustering a little too well because you guys started saying hey, we've got to block that. Yeah, Ed's going to get yes. a huge bonus for getting yeah. this
1: spot. We couldn't stop you at a certain point though.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you're and then you always coming up against the, oh, do I take the bullet for everybody mm-hmm.
1: else? Oh, right, yeah, I did the bullet this time. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a big score I could have got. It would have been like 17 points or some oh. huge amount. And I was like, yeah, but if I don't, Ed's going to get like 40 points right now. Yeah, I don't well, spot. Yeah. And I was expecting the next player to do the exact same thing so it would fully block Ed. We wouldn't have to worry about it. Nope. Greed <laughs> took over. And yeah, it we're ended like up with the big thing. We were like, oh, I Mike did fell enough. Huh? I did not do enough. I know,
0: but we talked ourselves into it because we wanted to score.
1: <laughs> you sure did
0: I was. I found myself kind of more attracted to certain colors. Oh. So <laughs> um, to yeah, yeah, so be in because of colors? Yeah, yeah. I just really wanted to be up in the burgundy area.
2: <laughs> uh, it it seemed like a regal, royal sort of yeah, heightening yeah, area. True. It was
0: mm. it, of all these as mike said ugly colors that was probably mm-hmm. the least ugly or the most enticing at least yeah. i thought so so <laughs> and but it was ch- it was challenging to get stuff right up there mm-hmm. really hard you know so many times i had to abandon my strategy
1: oh yeah because you or, just don't roll the right thing and you you start yeah. putting stuff in random spots you know they're just going to be a wasted roll that'll never score
3: mm-hmm. you know well in order to get any point you have to accumulate at least three cubes in a row, either, mm-hmm. and diagonally through count. So, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. Yep. A yeah, mm-hmm. lot of luck. A lot, a lot of luck in this game.
3: <laughs> yeah. Really? You, you, didn't
2: feel, you didn't feel the, the chance. 3 re-rolls. you yeah, know That's a decent amount of re-rolls.
0: So, I mean, I if mean you, it, it, it's not enough to stick to plan A, Evan, I'll tell you that. Oh, that's for I mean, sure. Yeah, so it, it feels both... Uh, it's... It feels not like not enough, right? It feels yeah. unlucky, but um, but it, I think if you do spread out and just hope for the best, it is enough, right? Everybody yeah. else is getting the same thing. You just got to stop going for like you got to stop getting stuck. Like I'm yeah. going for it, mm-hmm. you know. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Don't do it, man.
1: Yeah, that was a trap for me for <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's always my trap, though. And right? then right yeah. in the middle
0: of
2: each of these nice color grids are the silver and gold spots, mm, which cut diagonal right. lines through mm-hmm. them. And then you start having to think, all right, do I start trying to achieve those kinds of point sets, yeah. which are their own scoring opportunities? Those looked
0: really hard, though, I to
2: know, get it yeah, trust me. Very challenging. <laughs> but very some, tough. But some good points to achieve there. Also, yeah. Celeste, I can't remember if I reminded you of this. I have a recollection of doing this. I said, Celeste, you know, this game has a score track around the edge of the board, uh. but it goes up like <laughs> to 400. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's which horrible. Is, yeah. Which is like oh, tur- instant turnoff for so Yeah, right.
1: and
0: I'm sorry, but a roll and rate game should never go 60 minutes. It just shouldn't. no.
1: And it mm. shouldn't go to 400 unless you're scoring by 10s or something.
0: Yeah, that's my point, right? It, yeah. I mean, 400. No rolling yeah. right should go anywhere near. I mean, triple digits is pushing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I scored two points this turn, and the track goes to 400. You're like, what?
0: <laughs> okay, explorers. It's time to dig up or bury Specs. <laughs> Mike, what do you think?
1: Oh, I, you know. It was frustrating. It was ugly. I, You know, I'll give it, I love rolling fistfuls of dice. But other than that, I don't know, man. It just didn't really grab me. I have to bury it.
0: <laughs> oh. Evan?
2: Specs, it's a version of Yahtzee with a much better tactical placement mechanic. I actually liked the relationship of the grid and dice. But, you know, I'm a math kind of person, so I find mm. that appealing. If math isn't your thing, this game probably isn't
3: for you. But it was for me, so dig it up. Ed? It's a dice-rolling game. We roll lots of dice for a lot of luck. Luck is not normally my thing, but because you're trying to group things together, maybe just because I did relatively well, it's like, hey, that was neat (laughs) enough. I kind of want to try it again and see if I can pull that big... 3 by 3 grid combo for 25 bonus points. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know I got blocked this time. Mm -hmm. But next time... So I'll give it a light dig. Cool. All
0: right. I love luck games. I mean, you guys ought to know that by (laughs) now. Mm -hmm. I love a luck game. I love any kind of thing that has to do with luck. Push your luck, bad luck, good luck, doesn't matter. (laughs) If there's an excitement of whether or not you're going to be lucky, I'm usually in. the this uh. game is a little math, it's a little math heavy, but I didn't really mind it. As a roll and right, you know, it can only get so heavy, which I appreciated. Ugly, who really cares? It's a roll and right, you know. They're, you know, it's okay. You're just looking at it for a little while, a few blocks, but it was kind of weird putting cubes on pyramids. it had it had clear rules i'm going to take back my clear graphics because you're right points Mm -hmm. with cubes on on top are weird and it had fun planning i really did enjoy planning even though i had to keep abandoning it Mm -hmm. so i'm definitely in for another role and right yeah dig it up well guys let us know your theories on why there are three x's in the name (laughs) (laughs) we are which came Game First on all social media. And that does bring us again to the end of our show. We really do love to hear from you guys. Please reach out to us anytime. We are on Discord uh, almost every day. We're on Instagram. We are on all social media. Stop by our website. Check out what's there. If you'd like more perks and content from us, just go to the website, click on Become a Patron today, and you'll get access to...
1: Bonus, oh, points. bonus points.
0: If you have time, any time at all, two extra minutes at lunch, please leave us a rating somewhere. It absolutely helps others find the show. And join us on Discord and all social media. Happy gaming explorers.
2: I am Cubasaur. Hear me
1: roar.
2: <laughs> I wonder if
3: we get electric wool from electric. <laughs> <laughs> Spec 6 6. <laughs> <laughs> As it fades off.